Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. All right. It's been it's been a little bit of time, you know. So. Yeah. But, Had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So. Yeah. Um, I guess before we start talking about these little these lovely little pictures, um, have, have you guys watched anything recently that you want to talk about? It's been a month. Watched uh, quite a bit, so yeah, watched a few <laughs> things. Um, okay. So mention everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. Nice. Saw that as well. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. It's really good. Loved yeah. it. It was so good. Yeah. And the next yeah. day, I watched uh, Strange. What's his multi Strange Man? <laughs> Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh. So two multiverse <laughs> movies in two days was <laughs> pretty fun. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that one as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen either one of those yet, but. Good. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Definitely my favorite of the year so far. Oh yeah. No competition. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely Matrix vibes too. A lot of Matrix vibes for sure. Somebody told me it's if that felt like a new Matrix movie or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. That sounds good. definitely does. Yeah. The action scenes look interesting. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that, but I did see the new um, Alex Garland movie. Uh, Men. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that. I've heard That's mixed. Good. I've heard mixed things. You've heard mixed things, like um, like some people love it and some people hate it. Type yeah. Thing. All right. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I like Alex Garland as a director. You know, I, and I was interested in seeing this, and I didn't really like Annihilation, to be honest, just because like the like the setup was really interesting, you know, and but then like when it like the like once. It had twists and stuff. I, I, I kind of, it kind of lost me. Like, I don't know. Annihilation, I, I wasn't very satisfied with, you know. But Ex Machina, of course, is great. So. Um, but men, uh, I thought it sucked. Honestly, I really didn't like it. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry to say, you know. Um, I like okay, like the way it starts out, like the opening scene. It, it kind of it feels like an opening scene i've already seen and i don't really i'm not going to spoil the movie or anything like that but just i it started off like it could be bad it could be good you know and i thought that it was going to go in an interesting direction and jesse buckley is a, is a brilliant actor and she does a great job in it like she's definitely my favorite part of the film um but i, I like i don't know anything about her character at all like she's like a blank slate almost which I just it made it hard for me to kind of feel invested and then like everything that happens in it just I was like I don't know it just it just got really dumb and repetitive and it kind of felt like like a joke almost like I don't know if it was supposed to be like a like a practical joke or something I don't know it was really weird I you, like you'd have to watch it to understand what I mean may, I mean may, I can imagine some people kind of appreciating it but I had 
I don't know. It, it kind of frustrated me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard a lot of people liked it until the very end. Apparently, crazy shit happens at the end. Oh, I was I was disappointed with the ending because like the problem is that like it kind of ends in a similar way as that movie Society, you know. But like I kind of felt like Society did did that ending like way 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 better. Um, so gotta see that one too. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I, I mean Society isn't really a good movie either, but I I think that was more shocking to me the way it unfolded in that you know this film sort of has kind of a similar structure as society you know it's like the um like almost like like the anita bryant like version of um society almost and um or not anita bryant um uh andrea whatever i i can't remember what her name is but um it kind of reminds me of like that kind of thing i i don't know it, i just didn't like it it's really weird <laughs> damn <Wow. laughs> looks interesting. yeah, yeah you, i don't know give it a shot a, a lot of people seem to see something that i don't i yeah it's 824 so stuff's always going to be divided <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i haven't liked every a24 film but I've liked yeah. most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most are good. <coughs> they don't Speak- always miss, but anyway, go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of shitty endings, uh, Ozark, I finished. Uh, oh, the final. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was... I, love, I loved the, seri- the series in general, but, like, the, the ending was real bad, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. fell flat real hard, and like the last scene was just so bad. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like they could have benefited from a fifth season because it's just shit. When like the first first part, like they you know they split it up into parts. The first part was pretty good, or really good in my opinion. And then the second part just kind of snap 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 went real fast threw a lot of shit at the wall then ended with a really bad dumb ending unfortunately yeah Um, i think they may have wanted a fifth season which they could have spread like the second half over and made stuff make a little bit more sense and coherent but yeah unfortunately it ended horribly so frustrating they definitely needed a little more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to brace myself. It's really good overall, but... Yeah, overall it's really good. didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then Stranger Things. <laughs> that came out and was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like how I've... they're splitting up seasons now. <laughs> oh, I hate it. They need to stop it. I honestly even wouldn't mind just... Go, them going back to uh, Netflix doesn't really do it, but the one episode a week thing. I don't mind that at all. <laughs> yeah, I kind of prefer a, it. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus right now. They do it weekly. Yeah, yeah, like the boys. I think does it mostly weekly. Maybe two episodes a week. Yeah, they premiered. Been, but... Premiered with three, and then now it's weekly for the rest of the season. Hmm. Is the third season out it. yet, or is it just? Yeah, it just came out. I didn't even know. I thought it was coming out. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We got to get that. 
Well, I haven't finished um, the new season of Stranger Things yet, but I I'm going through it, and I am enjoying it very much. It might I actually think it's probably it's better than the second and third season. I would say um, definitely. So far, yeah. Yeah. I think my opinion is it's the best since the first for sure, and I love how yeah. it's pretty dark and gory. <laughs> yeah, I love the gore. Yeah, yeah. I like I mean, how they. Now go ahead. I, I I mean, all the seasons are pretty gory, but this one is definitely the goriest. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying? I like how they split everyone up this season. Like, got the different storylines going. Yeah, I usually don't like that, but they made it work well. Yeah, I know a lot of people complain, like, oh, there's too many people. I'm like, haven't watched Game of Thrones then, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what, the, like, the Duffer Brothers said this is their Game of Thrones season. <laughs> well, okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it does kind of it jumps back and forth between like so many different kind of things. It's like a sort of a detective situation, and then you have another character who's literally trying to like survive, for, you know, against like a lynch mob, and then like or a witch hunt, and then you have like a Russian prison story, and it's like yeah, yeah it, it's cool, but it all kind of flows really well. It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah gotta wait till next month though to finish it <laughs> yeah it's only two episodes too but i guess they're like two and a half like movie length episodes like two hours long <laughs> i think it'll work it'll i work think out. so but um cool anything else you guys want to oh i should mention i today i did see um i saw the new cronenberg movie uh, that? the one with Kristen stewart in it Is yeah that... Um, and I think uh, Vigo Morton. I think that was Vigo Morton's. Yeah, that was Vigo Morton's. <laughs> the one where I everyone think, walks it, out in. <laughs> I mean, it. It was kind of. I mean, I'm sort of. It left me a little bit dazed. <laughs> um, I. It was. It definitely like Cronenberg in like anthro anthropological mode, rather than in like the usual type of like you know twisted visceral type i mean it is twisted and visceral for sure but much more like in the psychological vein like there are definitely some pretty intense uh, mm. scenes for sure there's definitely one moment that was a bit like oh man like i mean i, I definitely understand like what this is supposed to mean though you know uh I, it's not my favorite of his, but I I enjoyed I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I would recommend it, and and I would watch it again. I think, um, just because it was kind of interesting. Like he does, it's really more of like a lot of world building, and then you know only like about two or three things ultimately happen in it. A, a lot of the things that are going on in it kind of seem irrelevant mostly, um, but at the same time they do kind of add a little bit more to the atmosphere. Like there's a lot of mood pieces like mood mm. set pieces and stuff i don't know it's it's creative uh, i i'm still kind of processing it though yeah i'm intrigued by that scene that everyone walks out in apparently because <laughs> it's gross or some shit i don't know i mean I'm do you know the scene of, they're talking about or i'm i mean it could be well i'm speculating there's there's a, at least two or three scenes that it could be um yeah i don't know <laughs> I mean, there were, there were only about three scenes in the movie that were messed up, but all three scenes were pretty messed up. And so I don't know which scene it would have been the one. 
that I assume it's the first it. one is what I gathered from what they're saying whatever one it comes does, first <laughs> yeah it definitely the opening scene will definitely have some people running for the exit it, it's a pretty like it is a pretty shocking way to open a movie you know it's almost like Alfred Hitchcock let's just clear out the audience now you know <laughs> just show the show, just immediately open a movie with a woman getting assaulted you know and then the audience walks out you know? or something like that that's that's what Alfred Hitchcock did I'm not saying that's how crimes of the future crimes of the future uh, opens it but it does open in a shocking way. Mm. Nice. All right. So let's let's discuss these three because we we decided to, you know, take another chance at the at the two B roulette. Yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Gave us a nice uh, assortment, you know. Yeah. Completely different genres throughout, yeah. and and uh, times whatever they call it. eras yeah that's the word oh, I was looking gosh. For. yeah there's a lot of suspense in it you know because you could get something that's incredible or you could get something that's just like completely worthless and <laughs> it's you know it could be one or the other it's it's never it's never clear what you might get a airplane versus volcano you might get you never know <laughs> so <laughs> yeah but um you know, you 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 chose to to play it first, Zach, right? And yep. uh, yes. And um, which movie did you land on? I landed on The Dark, nineteen seventy nine. Seventies yeah. <clears throat> movie. We don't we don't watch a lot of those. You know? Yeah, yeah. So seventies movies. You know, apparently those were the most honest years in filmmaking, at least in American cinema. So. Yeah, some good stuff, but I don't think have we done one? Um, maybe one. We did an Invasion of the Blood Farmers. Yeah, I think that was the seventies movie. When did Fritz the Cat come out? The seventies. Okay, that's like that was we, one we've done, so we've done a couple then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been a few, but I think we've mostly done eighties and nineties. So. Yeah, that's the best era for this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, but yeah, this okay. So this one, um, the dark, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. It doesn't have a plot summary. But, oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> it doesn't really have much of a plot. No, no. I, I was honestly pretty <laughs> bored of falling asleep on this one. Me too. Because <laughs> um, this is the first one I watched as well. Because uh, the reason why I was, you know, late today is just because I mistimed it and i was like oh shit i have to watch all three today so oh, <laughs> yeah yeah i watched yeah this one first i was like oh i might be in trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one was kind of tough to get through <laughs> yeah yeah well, For me, I mean, at least, but... well i mean me too you, no me too i mean we, it, how, how would you okay how would you summarize the plot because like uh, okay. yeah go on it's basically like a detective movie but with aliens <laughs> yeah like, like a tv it, it, it felt made for tv believe it or not this was originally supposed to be directed by toby hooper yeah apparently and, it was, he was fired yeah i guess for some reason like the studio decided they want they like halfway through ooh, or 
maybe even a quarter of the way through filming, they decided they wanted to make an alien movie instead of a, a serial killer movie. Like originally, I guess it was supposed to be like a, like a modern day, like 70, like what the seventies equivalent would be of like a movie like um, Maniac or, or Nightmare in a Damaged Brain or something like that. Like a movie about like a, like a Jack the Ripper type of, or New York Ripper type of character going around bumping people off or decapitating people which is why the kill the death scenes and the way that the detectives describe the murders is really inconsistent <laughs> but you can talk you can you can keep going if you want you're talking about it was also produced by dick clark <laughs> yeah i saw too. that i was like what the fuck is yeah. he doing with <laughs> opening credits like, dick clark what huh <laughs> what are we watching here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i had to make sure it was that dick clark yep sure is right. i almost thought one of the like initially i almost thought one of the characters was the old man from the christmas story but oh yeah i was like oh dick clark maybe it is him but the movie was hard to see so i couldn't really tell it sounded like him and kind of looked like him but i am debated it wasn't him yeah yeah it was so dark <laughs> it was dark yeah it was hard yeah. to see shit like that's well, the reason they called it the dark <laughs> it has to be well what was interesting though about it was that the the scenes at night when it was dark like it, it made sense you know but it's also dark on the inside like the interiors of the movie look like garbage and yeah. it's just kind of interesting like how even the in- indoor sets are underlit, you know? I, I just, they, for some reason, they really wanted to emphasize the dark. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't want the movie to just be dark. They wanted it to look dark. <laughs> yeah, and, like, when the creature was attacking people, you it would have it, like, whispering of, the darkness, the dark, yeah. the darkness, like an ominous yeah. music with some whispering. <laughs> A little Pretty on the much. nose. I mean, <laughs> yeah um so yeah like i guess the so all right the basic plot what would you say like is it just i don't know go on detective story about a killer alien that shoots that kills people the so he either rips their faces off or shoots them with laser his laser eyes (laughs) which is a hilarious explosion yeah awesome if i were to describe it like the the death star explosion like that kind of (laughs) like yeah i laughed at every death scene in this movie but the death scenes were my favorite part actually the ones you can see yeah yeah some of Um, them are just like a black screen with a little bit of color in it (laughs) well even when you couldn't see them they were still funny like yeah um like okay so all right so yeah basically um these the, the detectives are supposed to be trying to track down this I, it's supposed to be like a jack the ripper type of killer except it's really an alien who is either going around zapping laser beams at people which then results in a hilarious superimposed explosion over the, over the people's heads or he decapitates them the detectives are supposed to be you know looking for the guy but they end up mostly just having a dick measuring contest throughout pretty much the whole film Mm -hmm. and like not much else happens they're clumsy they're stupid they constantly make mistakes 
they draw these absurd conclusions again and again, which somehow put them on the like put them closer on the trail of, of the killer. I don't understand that. You know, you don't even know who any of the victims are. Like you never meet any of them. They're just random people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the closest connection we have is the daughter of that one main character. But we yeah. never really met her. We just know that this guy's <laughs> daughter was killed by him. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's like um and then there's one scene, okay, um, or maybe this I think this happened in this movie. Or am I going crazy? Because um, I, I, admittedly, I kind of started falling asleep. With that, uh, <laughs> the red-haired lady, um, that scene. The, I mean, there wasn't, was that a dream? <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> like, did he dream that he was a lady being chased by an, a killer alien that zapped his head off? Because, like, when he woke up, he was holding onto his neck, like, oh, oh. Like, oh, I was, I didn't even know who that was. Was that like the main actor in the beginning that was talking to the psychiatrist? Or I, the psychic, I mean? I, I'm not no sure idea. who that was. <laughs> <laughs> None of these people have. Oh, it was because it was looking for an actor at some point, and that was the actor. That's, that was what they were doing for most of the movie. Like that one, like in the beginning, there was an actor that was talking to a psychic yeah. that said she saw him die or like that and yeah she was she told the police you gotta go look for that actor yeah oh. i don't know we didn't really see much of throughout the whole movie until i think the end <laughs> yeah and actually speaking of actors this movie has a pretty good cast i mean although i gotta say will devine like his hair oh i i hope that was a wig uh, that's all i gotta say <laughs> yeah i don't what was his character uh <laughs> Well, I thought like an, he was... Oh, he was like an author or something? I thought that he was supposed to be an expert on something, but they they never really kind of made it all that clear. Um, Which guy was he? The guy with the longer hair and the sunglasses. The one that's, that had the daughter? I think so. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he was really upset. Like he wanted, he wanted the alien to pay. And he was the one that like teamed up with the journalist down the line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 That was the guy with the daughter that was the first kill, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was like a professor. Or, I don't know. I don't. I just I I wrote him down as like a private eye detective type dude, but. Not official, just some random dude that did that shit for, for revenge for his daughter getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. So it's a revenge story, basically. For him, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for him. Not so much for everybody else. I mean, yeah. everybody else pretty much just argues, contradicts each other, just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. They like steal a newspaper from a little person at one point. Yeah, I was like saying it was a zombie. Yeah, the that, newspaper said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But whole... I gotta say, oh what? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, well, actually, I was about to talk about the ending, so you you can say what you're gonna say because I don't want to. Yeah, was the the whole psychic thing, like. Oh yeah. Like she saw a reflection of him, and then her house got trashed. I didn't understand what happened there. 
I don't either. She got fucked up too. Like yeah. her whole face is all messed up. <laughs> got a stroke, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the demon, or the sorry, the alien. Okay, that's the thing. It looks like a demon, so it's funny that it's an alien. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it busts through a window and glass, and everything goes flying everywhere. And yeah. Oh, so that did it. It, for, it, it looks like it just randomly happened. Like it was psychic happenings or something. Like you didn't actually see the alien in the house. I, I, think I just, missed. Yeah. Just just in the in the window or something. Were you asleep during that scene? I guess. I mean, I missed the whole thing. I just re- remember uh, the dude and the news lady showing up to her house, all trashed, and she was fucked up. I was like. Wait, what happened to her? I don't even remember her getting attacked. What happened? <laughs> well, I missed it completely. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. The ending, I have to say, I like the ending a lot. The, the, I, the, ending, the ending pleased me very much. Um, because basically, just everybody gets killed, and then um, what's-his-name, Butternut Squash there, kills the alien. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like the cop, like the cops were just unloading into him, but he was just shooting lasers at him. There was there was one really funny laser blow up. Like they like you could see it like superimposed flying to the sky and then just boom and dissolve, like disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when when the superimposed explosion would blow up over people, they would just disappear. Like they would just like blink yeah. out of existence. <laughs> Sometimes even before the explosion. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of the times it looked like the lasers were like slightly to the like left or right missing, but they're still hitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And also the lasers sometimes didn't even come out of, come out of the aliens eyes sometimes they yeah. came out of their ears nose right they did not really spend time trying to get them out <laughs> right in the right spots even even the skin pores the lasers were coming out of the skin pores of the aliens <laughs> so funny oh my god i loved it that that ending made the whole movie worth it yeah and then they just that killed it by lighting it on fire no, yeah simple as that <laughs> Yeah. yeah, gun bullets didn't work, but like it was very Frankenstein-ish because he had like yeah. a torch and he the monsters were going and then he just lightly lit it on fire and it disintegrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I still laugh. Or did yeah. he explode? I wrote explode. <laughs> he basically like he caught on fire and was burning, and then again just sort of disappeared and then there was a bunch of explosions that happened at the end for no reason that was one of them so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah what else what else happened the music you know the music was cool you know yeah. it was like <laughs> you know i love that kind of like dorky yeah, decent music tech- yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, not a whole lot else. <laughs> not much to say. Nope. We had a. There's Casey Kasem as a something. I saw him on the yeah the cast list. I don't know who he was or where he was or. I think he was like the. Oh, he's listed as pathologist on the cast list. Uh, was he the one that uh, was like 
doing the PowerPoint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. This is like the guy the, um, in the car park who was obsessed with jump scares. Like, he jump scared that one girl, and then he tried to jump scare the alien that he hid in the elevator. And then yeah. the last we saw of him, too, he just went to the elevator and yeah. presumably got away, because I don't remember him coming up again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think we see the back of his head in one scene, but I don't think we see his face again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I gotta look for it. <laughs> okay. Well. Yep. <laughs> well, what? I mean, overall, what would you give it on a scale of one to five? I gave it a one. I mean. The kill scenes in the end was really the only redeeming thing about it. Other than that, it's really fucking boring. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a one as well. It was super boring. We couldn't see shit at all. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> like, was another was, thing. Like, I couldn't see shit. There was that one, like, there was, like, a guy at a bar that, I don't know, walked out, and then his death scene was literally, I could not see shit. There was just, like, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> it was in, like, in a dark alley, and then you hear noises and him getting attacked, but it was completely dark. Couldn't see anything. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just presumably his head got ripped off because that's what happens. Yeah. But yeah. Couldn't see shit. Yeah, there was at least one decapitation. Um, you know, I actually didn't mind this movie to be honest. Um, it kind of <laughs> reminded me of the stupid, like the stupid um, detective, like mystery movies. Like my grandfather used to, like he'd rent like one or two movies whenever he was babysitting me and it would always be something I'd want to watch and then something he'd want to watch and he'd always want to watch these ridiculous old detective movies from like the 60s and 70s and I can't even tell you what most of them were like Lady in Cement I think was one of them and they were all so dorky and ridiculous and was and I I but a part of me still loved them just because like I was kind of curious to see like how it would end and what would happen next and this movie kind of felt like one of those like I I hated all the characters I I would have liked all of them to have died if possible um I just was kind of curious to see how many times they would run into miracles um I honestly wasn't bored for a second like this movie actually flew by for me um I don't know maybe I've (laughs) Maybe I have a high tolerance really? for garbage, but like yeah, it dragged on for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can um, see that if if you were like used to watch those kind of movies, like yeah. But I I could never get into the detective stuff. Yeah, um, and admittedly, like if I'd seen this on a bad day, I would have. This would have been like to me just pure shit. But honestly, I would watch this again just to just to watch that ending again. I mean, I. <laughs> I, I know that's crazy, but I really, I actually did kind of enjoy this movie. <laughs> it does have a Blu-ray, apparently. Okay. Oh, wonder if we can see all that shit that we couldn't see then. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Alright, it has a Blu-ray, so somebody must love it. It's from MVD. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they put out I know they put out something that I was like shocked they could even touch. Um, had a bunch of Jean Claude Van Damme movies. I don't know. Oh, great! <laughs> really good ones. Yeah. Oh God. I bet one of them was Knock Off. And um, I don't think they did that one. Eighty-eight Films did that one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes more sense because Eighty-eight Films—they're into the Sue Hark. 
That's a Sue Hawk movie. I don't get it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I guess it's my turn. Um, all right. We're jumping from the 70s to the 90s yeah. uh, with a, a little a little Moonbeam production, um, which Tubi Roulette has uh, rather generously chosen for me. Um, remote. Yeah. It's a kids movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is one I I feel like I've seen as a kid, but I'm yeah. still I'm, I'm not sure. I I well when I I will say this is one that I feel like I saw the trailer for. I, I will say that much. <laughs> it's a pretty um, generic one, so it's yeah. hard to know. <laughs> I may have seen this movie, but I I couldn't say for sure. Yeah. Um, but I bet you saw quite a number of these old Moonbeam films, though. Like, yeah, because a lot of people did. Like, like they're coming back to me. Like when we watch them, I'm like, this seems really familiar. <laughs> That's funny. Like, especially on this one, the uh, the bad guys, like just that trio, seemed really familiar to me. Oh yeah, the three idiots hanging out in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, but that is again a typical '90s children's movie plot. So. Home Alone. <laughs> well, yeah. well, that's the thing. Didn't that also happen in Three Ninjas? Like, didn't Three Idiots? Three Ninjas, hang out in the Surf Ninjas. Yeah, yeah, they Three Idiots hang out in the kitchen and Surf Ninjas. Like, so hey, you never know. I mean, <laughs> um, but <clears throat> I know Prehysteria is one that a lot of people have seen. And Dragon uh, Dragon World is another one that a lot of people have seen. Like Beanstalk used to play on TV all the time for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, Didn't we uh, watched Beanstalk, right? We did Beanstalk. Yeah, we yeah. did. That was a that was an interesting one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but remote. Um, I'm guessing Wikipedia probably doesn't have a plot summary for this one. It's a pretty long one, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, how funny. Okay. Somebody eight, loved, uh, eight paragraphs long. Oh wow! Somebody who has uh, Wikipedia uh, powers <laughs> is a fan of remote. It sounds like. Yes. So. All right. All right. Well, that's unless uh, Charles can... Band just was typing them all up. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, he probably did. He probably. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's just go. Let's just go from there. We'll we'll go along. Want me to read it? Oh, yeah, sure. I would love that. Thank you. All right. So Randy Mason is a teenage tech whiz who lives in a suburban neighborhood located somewhere in the state of California with his mother, Marty, uh, who creates designs for an ad agency and his father, Brent, uh, who's away for the duration of the film on a business trip. Yeah, we only get about five seconds of him. Yep. like the kid shows up at his house and the dad's just leaving it's like goodbye son mm-hmm. and then he's gone from the rest of the movie yeah <laughs> randy designs and uses remote controlled models as a hobby as well as using the modified controllers for other purposes as well <clears throat> among them is a helicopter named huey i didn't catch that at all I didn't know it was named Huey. I noticed it once when it was like getting out of range or something, and he said, "Ah, oh, Huey, had to got almost lost you there, Huey." Oh. <laughs> I was like, "You named these things, you loser!" <laughs> Naming all of his toys. 
or sorry, uh, models. Yeah, helicopter named Huey, a double-winged plane, a World War II fighter plane called Zero, uh, red and blue race cars, a green monster truck, a Godzilla knockoff, and a yodeling mountain climber named Gunther. <laughs> Which was my favorite thing that he had. Which looked <laughs> a little bit like so. Hitler. Yeah, it did. It had the Hitler stash. <laughs> yeah, he had like a German. Uh, it would like leader hose. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> But it, that yodeling was hilarious to me. Like, it actually did get me chuckling. Yeah, especially when he was using it to try to be stealthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just yodel through every time he was doing something. Yeah. And the idiots are, like, in the other room just talking. And it's so loud. It's, like, yeah. the loudest toy. It's like, there's not an off switch for the volume on your <laughs> remote there. <laughs> the remote can do so anything but that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he shares the hobby with his good friend and love interest judy riley an avid baseball player and shows her the local model home which serves as his secret hideout yeah. uh, after oh, yeah, the, the, the movie kind of starts off the Kind of the same way as Shrunken Head, actually. <laughs> it's like with like yeah. three friends like encountering bullies. I feel like that happened in, in like that's happened in a few movies we watched. Didn't that happen in BMX Bandits? Like within the first like twenty seconds of the movie, the three characters encounter bullies or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a staple of nineties children's movies, I guess. I guess so. Uh, <sighs> Uh, after Randy pulls a prank on a bully across the street named Ben by using one of his remotes to mess with his TV control and then uses the helicopter to drop an empty Coke oh, yeah. can on Ben's head. Yeah, he's the kid's in there trying to watch Bikini Car Wash or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and like, he's changing the channel to like church, <laughs> church oh, yeah. channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ben steals Randy's fighter plane. Uh, Randy reluctantly lets him take it, but tells him the controller is locked at night with the others. Mm. Uh, So Ben insists he bring it to school the next day to give it to him. Randy does, but brings his own controller to take it back from Ben when he's using it. But the dueling controllers result in a plane accidentally flying into the classroom where Randy's science class is, and after causing chaos among the students, crashes into the project of his friend Jamal. Mm, huge explosion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh that was big enough to set off the sprinkler system i would imagine yeah probably would have scorched some kids in the front row too <laughs> yeah. it was enormous i can see why he got expelled yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking menace jesus uh, getting the blame for it because no one saw Ben. Randy's expelled from the school and arrives home to hear Marty saying on the answering machine uh, that she heard about what happened is going to confiscate all of his models. <clears throat> Randy then decides to hide them at the model home until Marty calms down. <clears throat> Judy suggests the best thing to do is to tell the truth about Ben, but Randy also feels responsible for what happened and doesn't further wish to incur Ben's anger. 
Ben's mom, by the way, is I I don't think we meet her until later, but it's like she's she's a piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She almost felt like she belonged in like a, like the Goonies or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Judy helps him under protest, and she reminds Randy of her baseball game that night. Despite despite having forgotten about it, he says he'll be there. Uh, As Randy is leaving later, he stumbles across three store robbers named Delbert McCoy, Louie, and Louie's cousin, Richie Marinelli. (laughs) Or Del, for short. Yeah. Yeah, the main one, (laughs) Del. Because he doesn't like being called Delbert. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, The three robbers, having robbed a convenience store but left the money behind by accident, uh, decide to break into and hide in them at the model home until the roadblocks the cops set up for them are cleared, Mm -hmm. are cleared away in three to four days. The ill-tempered Delbert embarrassed by his real name and insisted on him being called Dell, has a gun, which is why they have been labeled on the news as armed and dangerous. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the whole gun thing. Yeah. I think, didn't he try to get the gun from, like, with that yodeling toy thing? Yeah. He tried, but couldn't. Yeah, didn't have enough power or something. Yeah, he, oh, I remember what happened. That was so stupid. That made me mad. I was like, you idiot, like, you're letting them know where you are. And also, okay, he was using the remote to have to pull the thing up, but he was literally sitting right there. He could have just pulled it up himself with his hand. <laughs> he didn't need to use the remote control. Yeah. And also picked up a big-ass steak that was probably the same weight as the gun. Yeah, that steak was huge. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he steals one of the bad guys' stakes because these idiots, these guys are so dumb. Okay, they're smart enough to evade the security system, but which is so weird. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the only smart thing they do because okay, they they immediately get there and they start yelling at each other. So they're being loud, they're drawing attention, and then they start cooking food. Yeah, after going to the store to get said food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they unwillingly trap unwittingly trap Randy in the attic when he hides from them not knowing he's there by taking the ladder to the window away after he's climbed up the robbers use the ladder and packs of cigarettes in order to create a path on the carpet that keeps them from walking on the alarm sensor pads I thought it was just going to be like stupid thing that wasn't actually real they were just making it up that's but... what i did i thought too yeah <laughs> i guess that was the real thing apparently yeah <laughs> yeah i guess when it comes to these kids movies like you have to sort of you have to sort of turn your brain off a little bit which i think is kind of unfair to like i think that's being a little bit uncharitable to the target audience when you do stuff like that but in this case it actually ended up working out you know surprisingly because the uh, trip wires were were an actual threat to the criminals. It wasn't just them being lovable dorks. <laughs> and then if he knew that was a thing, 
Why didn't he just drop the fucking anything on the carpet? Oh, yeah. Drop one of his cars on it. Would probably yeah. set it off. Oh, yeah. And before he was even trapped, he could have rode his bike away, but he just threw his bike and went back into the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that made me mad. I was like, okay. All right. Now, if anything bad happens to you, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. You had my sympathies, but uh, uh, okay, now I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Although Rain... then I did start caring about him once like um, the stuff with his girlfriend started happening later on, but you'll get to that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, you're good. <laughs> uh, Randy attempts to use his helicopter to contact the eccentric real estate agent, Mrs. Williams who's driving by in her car with a written message, but she doesn't see it, and eventually the helicopter can't keep up with the car. <clears throat> Randy also tries to trip the burglars up by using Gunther to put a tack in Richie's shoe, but he and Lewis just barely avoid stepping on the alarm pads. <laughs> see, he was right there. Just trip him the alarm pads yourself. Mm-hmm. That would have made more sense. The kid just wanted to fuck around. Yeah. yeah. Lost my place. Oh, oh. Uh, there we go. Uh, Randy attempts to steal the gun, but it proves too heavy for Gunther to lift. Getting hungry, Randy uses Gunther to steal Lewis's sirloin steak and then attempting to steal the can of baked beans. <laughs> Randy runs into the same problem he did with the gun earlier is forced to drop the can on Richie's head which he believes Lewis did. <laughs> like that guy he eats it off the floor. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All conveniently not where a sensor is either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Oh man. At her game, Judy gets worried about Randy not being there and calls his house and leaves a message. Marty hears the message when she comes home from work and not having any idea where Randy is, calls the police. When Marty tells Ben and his mother about Randy disappearing, Ben accidentally reveals a bit more than he should have known, to which his mother uh, declares to Marty that she'll figure, out, she'll figure out if her son knows more than he's telling on and drags him away. Mm. Okay. After using his bag strap to try climbing out the window and failing, Randy falls asleep at, a, at about the same times as the crooks. Uh, Marty stays by the phone that night and falls asleep on the couch. Judy and her family get home late from the game and go straight to sleep, not noticing that Marty called earlier and left a message on the machine. Just a pretty detailed wiki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> like they cover everything. I like I don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Probably one of the um, more detailed ones we've we've read. Yeah, like this is almost as detailed as um what was that one that Nicolas Cage movie that, that was like martial arts. Um oh jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu. It's almost as detailed as that. Like <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't know. What what can I say? I as, as I, I watched mean, this movie, I <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, 
He could have not fallen asleep at the same time and yeah, also gotten out of there. Helped. That would have yeah. helped. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb he's a, kid. He's a kid. He's got he's got to have energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially in that situation, I'm sure adrenaline's pumping, keeping him awake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Also I guess he just yeah. Could have just jumped down instead of using the ladder at any point. It's not like it's three stories or whatever. Yeah. I mean, even if they saw him, there was a window right there. And yeah, it wouldn't have been hard for him to just escape. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a children's movie, thinking too much about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they at least do show it like the whole part where he's trying to climb out the window, but then they're standing there. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next morning when Judy gets up, she notices a message and listens to it after calling Marty and hearing how worried she is. Judy then sets out on her own to find Randy mm. instead of telling her and they could have sent the cops or something. I don't understand that. Like that mm-hmm. she just decided to go all covert off for no reason. They deserve each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lewis looks out the window and sees her coming towards the model home and alerts Delbert and Richie. Randy sees her coming too and then when the crooks take Judy hostage, Randy proceeds to use the remote controlled toys against them to prevent them from escaping and to rescue Judy. Mm. Yeah, he like suits up too. He like makes a vest out of the remote controls (laughs) so he can control them all at once and shit. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It looks like a kid from like a Nintendo commercial or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the, also that one burglar when he tries to run back inside of the garage in like the most clumsy way possible. He like knocks a bunch of stuff over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and these remote controls are like big as your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean. yeah. They're freedom sticks. <laughs> they can do a lot. Yeah. Apparently they can. Like one was like preventing the garage door from opening so they couldn't escape in their car. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. This isn't so much like Home Alone as it is like Home Alone 3. <laughs> because of the whole remote control thing. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, But this came before Home Alone 3. So. So Home Alone 3 was a rip off of this. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, After Louis breaks into the attic using a knife to pick the lock, Randy uses the Godzilla Godzilla model to melt roofing tar in a bucket and dump it on Lewis's head, causing Lewis to fall into the carpet that sets off the alarm. Yeah, that was a bit sketchy. Uh, No, dangerous a dangerous toy for some kid to have of a godzilla that shoots a flamethrower basically yeah and also that tar probably might have done some serious damage to that guy yeah it could have burned him like i don't know that's a little worrisome (laughs) Uh, randy then uses the helicopter to sick mrs mar mrs williams bulldog bluto onto Richie, and then uses the airplane to tie Richie up with a flag line. Oh, that bulldog was so cute. Yeah. 
the probably should have died because <laughs> like oh no they not i don't want it to but i'm saying like they fed it hot dogs in a in a plastic bag yeah, still so that's, that's a choking hazard yeah and then and then louis fed it a chocolate <laughs> candy bar dogs yeah. can't eat chocolate what the fuck were they thinking yeah that was bad <laughs> Yeah, this is a bad movie for kids because it teaches you how to hurt your dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, really? It's in a take it out of a bag. At least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God damn. That sucks. Cared more about the dog than any of the other characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Randy disarms Delbert using Gunther, and Judy picks up his gun and throws it away. Uh, Delbert angrily makes his way towards Judy, but Randy gets Delbert to step on each of the race cars and uses them as remote-controlled roller skates to lead him away. Uh, Delbert ends up crashing into rocks and is thrown into the air into a cardboard side for the real estate company. Uh, the police arrive and arrest Louis, Louis and Richie, and presumably Delbert as well. Randy is reunited with Marty and Jamal and Mrs. Williams with Bluto. Uh, Randy and Judy quietly agree to find a new secret hideout and the film ends as Randy lures the yodeling Gunther down from the roof. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The way he takes out Dell too is stupid as hell. He basically puts him on skates of those RC cars. (laughs) Yeah. You could see the rubber falling off of the actual skate wheels. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a little rough around the edges for sure. So, you know, it was kind of imaginative with the remote stuff. Like, Although, I don't know, nowadays with like drone drones and all that stuff, like you could like there's so many better like things you could probably shot like shoot in this way, you know. But some of the flying footage wasn't bad though. Like I didn't really care for the ones where you just see the sky and whatever it is that's flying around. I I liked the close ups more, you know. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred more, like more sh- like kind of helicopter shots there were a few of those that were pretty cool so yeah yeah pretty low budget but they had some decent expertise yeah so that yodeling yeah. doll i was like oh, this, nice. is, this is definitely a charles band movie <laughs> yeah yeah the doll really completed it for me that 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 doll really won my heart that, that was my favorite character in the movie <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what? I'll say yeah that's remote yeah <laughs> it's, uh, pretty much about as generic a kids movie as you can imagine um, I I found it amusing enough to probably to, yeah. I, I don't know it didn't really annoy me to be honest um, I again I was pretty entertained I, I knew pretty much where it was going, but I, I, I enjoyed the cheap stupidness of it. <laughs> you know, just like the bad editing editing and stuff. Like I, I can I can enjoy stuff like that like this, you know, pretty easily. So I, I enjoyed it in the same way I enjoyed Beanstalk. 
is as just a dumb brainless movie that's mildly amusing you know so i i personally would give it a three so Hmm. the acting wasn't very good though no um i'll say like i i was thinking it was going to be like a home alone but with like remote control cars but it wasn't really because like for most of the movie the bad guys didn't even know he was up in the attic so and yeah they weren't they weren't chasing him down yeah. he was just kind of fucking with them unknowingly yeah they just thought stupid shit was happening to him and so i kind of wanted them to like chase him down but he uses the remotes to defend himself but that really didn't yeah. happen too much until yeah. the end really but yeah it's more like die hard <laughs> 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 Yeah, and uh, eh, I'd give it like a two, I guess. Cool. Yeah, I, I gave it a two as well. <clears throat> yeah. like, well, it wasn't that bad, but it was generic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely generic. It's one of those one of those posters, though. You'll never forget. I mean, with yeah. it's like a kid holding up a remote control. It's like <laughs> it looks like pretty much a generic 90s movie like oh you like the wizard watch this even though it's not about video games but like you know it kind of appeals to that sort of sensibility i guess being in control so to speak (laughs) all right and then now it's your turn nick all right my i rolled and i got death grip which I don't know what the title really meant for the movie. It was just yes. really generic. <laughs> like, didn't really mean anything to the plot or anything at all. But yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that, like, because like the translation of like Mort from Latin is death grip, which I guess is kind of what a mortgage is, you know, because it's a constant reminder of your mortality maybe the title is supposed to be reflective of that like maybe that's like the characters like the characters are constantly thinking about the fact they're gonna die Mm. i don't know it's a stretch but that's all i got (laughs) no um it is like uh it's it's kind of the genre kind of is like an amalgam of like martial arts which I was not expecting at all. Um, yeah, a heist, heist movie. Uh, and they just threw an occult movie in there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it all kind of smushed together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, I, was, yeah. and I was surprised by it, pleasantly surprised at least. Mm. Um, it starts out with one of those pretty fairly generic, you know, starting you know at the end a dude gets shot and then one day earlier basically you we follow the main character kenny he's he got into some trouble we don't really know whatever throughout the movie but we can guess from his what we learned throughout the movie it's probably some thieving he's like a thief robber type guy probably Um, and he's you know getting he's like a guardian of his older brother up and he's like the PO officer I guess says like if you mess up once more we're taking him away and stuff uh, and his 
it had like a lot of like the very first scenes. This is very mice and many type vibes yeah. with because yeah. his name was Kenny and like their car's name was George. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? George and Kenny? What are you doing here? But the yeah. the, the brother's name was Mark though. So, but and uh, so yeah, he's he's the caretaker of his older brother. Um, he they but he want, he needs to keep hold of him something's wrong like apparently you know we get the back a backstory of something happened to their mom there's an issue with that um, yeah. it's like a it, it involves like a house a house fire or something, yeah or something like yeah that. it's yeah. slowly told throughout the movie what happens like right right that's it uh, we first see him have a locket that was given to his mom which uh gets taken cuz they go to a baseball cuz the brother likes to play baseball but hmm. he's eventually get picked on by uh, a group of thugs that take the the locket yeah and then and then there's this really cool like and throughout the movie it's those really nice fight scenes like yeah i actually really did fight like scenes. fight scenes a lot yeah um but and for what it's worth like like one of the things that was bad about it i'll give it is the acting for almost everyone the acting was real horrible but what i've learned is that it was a, like a stuntman made movie basically yeah so, all the like everyone's doing basically their own stunts and martial arts and shit so that was really cool to see mm. so that yeah. that makes up for why the acting was shitty because it was full of stuntmen <laughs> <laughs> yeah the acting was bad but at least they didn't have to do a lot of it you know yeah and like Mark was probably like the, the older brother was the best acting in it, and because he yeah. wasn't a stuntman, he was just a straight up actor. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and I thought the brother did a, a decent job, at least with the physicality aspect. Yeah, because he he was the director and writer as well, and he was yeah. he is a like a stuntman, so didn't have a lot of lines. He was like a stoic kind of guy too, so he could play that yeah. off really well. Sure. Yeah, that's that's one thing I think they should have done is less lines, have it more like quiet, badassery type shit, and you yeah. would have not noticed the shitty acting more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the good thing is that like the film didn't, um, it didn't have like too too much dialogue in it. It did have quite yeah. a bit of dialogue in it, but you know, luckily though, like when there were fight scenes and all that stuff, it didn't it didn't try having the characters talk to each other. Or having the people talk to each other as they're beating each other up or anything like that. That would have yeah. just that would have killed the vibe, I think. Yeah, fight scenes are great again. Like it's not like a shaky cam fight scene either. It was definitely put together by stuntmen martial art mm. movie people. So yeah. that was great. Like that scene, like when I was super surprised at that baseball fight scene at the very beginning, I was like, Oh shit, this might be a cool movie if they have a lot of these scenes. Mm. Uh but it was a dream sequence, like a, a daydream yeah. sequence, which, you know, is interesting in general. Like, it's kind of dumb usually in general, but this movie kind of did it well. I like, agree. Because almost after that first one, you can kind of tell basically almost almost every one of the ones that's going to be a dream sequence. Uh, but so he doesn't actually beat the shit out of him. He just punches the dude once and lets him take the the silver locket just because you know yeah mommy issue type stuff and and his brother is allergic to silver because it gives right. him rashes and shit 
Um, so they go back home and stuff. Uh, it's nighttime. They give he gives um brother a, a fork to replace. It's like a silver fork for some reason. Doesn't give him a rash to replace the locket he missed. Uh, and he's woken up at the middle of the night because his his real job is a caterer. And at this, we're we're at this museum art gallery exhibit. Uh, the oh, catering yeah. the catering's late for some reason and then you know mark gets a call at the middle of the night and he has to go in and cover because his boss just is sick with food yes. poisoning apparently <laughs> so him and his brother show up to do the, his job of just catering and stuff um yeah and that's kind of when you will learn a little bit more about his brother too and how like he like so I'm I'm guessing he's like autistic because his mm-hmm. he seems to have like a thing about like order and yes like, he has like and yeah, like a, he's also like a like savant kind of as well he has yeah he's really good at certain things that we learned very shortly um, yes. but like he's we see yeah it's, with ties yeah that was nice because there was that once there was like that one scene where the uh, one of the our exhibit dudes isn't wearing a tie and gets scolded by his boss like go put that tie on (laughs) and he just and he just has it hanging out while he's you know coming to meet the meet those two and then mark just goes ties it really well for him and then just walks in and locks the door behind him he does this several times he like goes in locks the door behind him and then they have to you know knock get it to open which is key later on but even before that is those pictures of kind of is what we get the details of like what happened basically what is like there was a fire we learned that there was probably a fire that killed their mom because uh during the catering scene there's a lawyer that knows the main kenny dude and he's like oh i haven't seen you in a while where you've been you've kind of dropped off since you know your mom died and then it it's a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, here's my card. Bye. <laughs> um, I, that, which, I, when, once all the shit starts hitting the fan, I guess it all kind of, in hindsight, it all sort of seems pretty, uh, I don't know, it seems like it was kind of like, telling us what was going to happen next but at the time like i don't know while i was watching it i guess i wasn't really thinking about it very much so mm-hmm. um so yeah the for i don't know why or what was going on but for some reason he and his brother just fell asleep at the at the exhibit for why like no one bothered to wake the caterers up as they were closing down like a multi-million dollar art exhibit. They just left them in there. It was like <laughs> Kenny fell asleep in the uh, like one scene was he got pissed off after that uh, interaction with a one of the dream scenes. He got pissed off at the dude and broke a glass yeah. in the bathroom, but it was just a dream. And then he fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> and Mark fell asleep behind the caterers. Uh, little table thing there uh, everyone's left except for like main girl and the main dude of the art yeah. exhibit and you know they're getting ready to move because what it, the main piece of uh, art was this coin 
That was apparently one of the 30 silver coins that Judas used or was paid to betray Jesus. And that was oh, like, yeah. and that's what's kind of the whole heisty part was, um, you know, they start putting in the numbers, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And you, and you see they each know a number. Uh, so there's two numbers they have to put in. And you hear, and you just see uh, Mark just, you know, saying in his sleep the dial tones to it beep 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 as he's sleeping and then the robbers come in and try and get the number from him uh because she locks it back up after they come in but she refuses to give the number away mm. and then mark just randomly wakes up opens it up real quick without even knowing the numbers just the tones takes it <laughs> and then walks away into the bathroom to wake mark up yeah. and i love this this bathroom scene too yeah that I happens did too. So they, they're in the bathroom and uh, Kenny, as he was sleeping on the toilet, kind of breaks it. It's like a sensor one. And like, they're just fucking with it a bunch because it was like censored and broken and shit. And then yeah, they're making a lot of noise. And eventually the bad guys, the robbers, they come in and start a fight and shit. Yeah. With them. Stuff goes all haywire and breaks shit. And uh <laughs> Yeah, I knew as soon as I saw those stall walls, they were getting destroyed. <laughs> oh yeah, they were just <laughs> yeah, like cardboard, like hard cardboard basically. And one thing I learned on the on the IMDb is like that when he gets pushed into the wall, you know, there's the scene where he just gets kind of like smashed through the wall. Yeah, it's yeah. actually supposed to just be his head like indented into the wall, but it kind of broke through first. So he kind of oh, just nice. improved getting pushed all the way through and then came out. So that was pretty mm -hmm. sweet. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like and then, that. and uh, and then eventually the uh, the, the 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 coin flies into the toilet of the broken uh, <laughs> the broken toilet with the sensor yeah. all haywire, and they're all they're kind of standing in front of it. The two, like the robber and the and Kenny and Mark is actually kind of to the side, not on the sensor. So the two dudes are slowly fighting because they don't want to set off the sensor and flush the, the coin. And Mark yeah. is slowly inching towards the toilet. So it's a really nice, slow action scene. Yeah, that was um, really suspenseful. Yeah. And like Mark sees a gun that was from the robbers and he's slowly trying to go to it, trying not to set it off. And the other guy's yeah. just trying to stop him. And then... Yeah. Mark eventually ripping onto each other, trying yeah. to like rip into each other's like, <laughs> yeah. skin. Yeah. And uh yeah, Mark eventually gets the gets the coin and shows them, and then all shit breaks loose again and action yeah. scene, fighting. Um uh yeah, so that was an awesome fight scene in a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best bathroom okay. fight scenes there are. You know, up there with, you know, Eastern Promises. I think there's a cool oh. one in the newest or the newer, what was it, uh, Mission Impossible, right? There's a really oh, cool yeah. fight one in there. Really sweet bathroom fight scene. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Van Damme uh -huh. had at least a couple good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they get out because oh there was like he slashes one of the robbers like just eyes right out with a piece of glass yeah which was nice because he was like baiting him with the cell phone like he had his cell phone and it made it look like he was going for it but on his other hand he had some glass and he just slashed the dude and that yeah. was pretty sweet diversion it was 
Um, but anyway, they make it out, uh, and they they go to the lawyer. I don't know why at this point they're really caring anymore. The two mains, like they they made it out alive. They should just say, "Ah, oh, fuck it, let the the museum deal with the robbed fucking thing." Yeah. Um, but they go to the lawyer. He gives him his like iPhone, and right. and uh, uh, Mark just magically says, "Oh, he like fucks with the phone and says, okay, I tracked your phone. Here it is." So, because because one of the robbers stole Kenny's phone for right. whatever reason again, don't know why, just did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, there yeah. were a few inexplicable things that happened at this point in the movie that kind of was like. I don't know. Felt like just a bunch of things that were cobbled together to sort of force the plot to move forward. Yeah, and then there's also just some random scene where some lady gets kidnapped by some dudes in robes. And I was like, huh? Why are they wearing robes? What are these guys up to? And who's this lady they're kidnapped? What's going on here? But eventually yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I know what you mean. I, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, young Sherlock? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so they go there, they find a gate, and they can't get through, um, and this is where I assume, this is where I figured out, oh, Kenny's probably a robber, because he pulls out a bag of shit to unlock things, it looks like a bunch of lock-picking devices, yeah. and he's, like, going through them, and then Mark is just standing there with the thing unlocked, because he has some type of, like, savant power, his, like, his savant type thing, is he's able to unlock things, he's a really good lock-picker just yeah. naturally without any tools at all you can just unlock handcuffs with just his hands yeah and he just <laughs> does that shit with no problem yeah um, even when he gets like locked in like ball and chain he just is like yep yeah yep and he's like hi my name's mark and then like the it was just like second it was even seconds before like before the bad guy was able to leave the room he yeah. was like, "What the hell, man? What do you? What the hell? The only thing that is his weakness is rope. He can't undo ropes and ties and yeah. shit." <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, they break into the uh, the bad guys' plant. We see typical bad dudes doing cocaine, playing that knife game with the hands and the fingers. Yeah. Um, Somebody gets injured with a knife at one point. Yeah. Yeah, just cuts him over, like, the cuts his arm open and shit. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'd be going, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, and they do it with that lady, like, the, the, the museum lady. She, she follows them to the place as well and gets captured. But yeah. she eventually just stabs a dude in the face <laughs> with a pen, and it's funny. Like later on, he says, "How am I supposed to get ladies with an asshole on my face?" <laughs> <laughs> so funny! Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, and that's where we kind of get a a backstory to Mark, where we see him actually tied up with rope and shit with the mysterious lady that was tied up. Um, yeah. He apparently was it's locked in a, a mental institution, um, and he was able to, you know, steal Jello from, you know, 
whatever because he's good at unlocking shit because somebody yeah. wanted jello who would give him soap and then he would give the soap to this other guy because he he was like you know his he probably had some like ocd type uh thing and yeah. he would give and so he would give his pills to mark and he would just keep doing this cycle over and over until he got caught by the doctor saying don't take these pills tell me whenever what well, you know this guy gives you pills uh and i'll give you jello for it or whatever and so he does but and he, he just explains like i like things in order they all needed something everyone else needed and i wanted to put it right but yeah. it, it's kind of a sad story in the end because the guy with the pills eventually dies because he wasn't taking the pills which yeah. gets which gets the doctor fired and the guy that has the jello just gets pretty fat because he's eating jello a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And this is where we're kind of introducing the cult shit because we see yeah. him and we see Kenny and the Mark guy going through this bad guy's warehouse and they see like uh, tapestries with, you know, markings and shit. And then we just see a bunch of robed people um, and they take out like a dude, like, oh, one of the dream sequences earlier on was he was hiding underneath a, uh, a, a like a pool table maybe because he grabs a oh, pool yeah. ball chucks it and then like you know does a stormtrooper suit switch and kicks the shit out of people but in reality yeah. it flashes back and he just fucking misses <laughs> yeah <laughs> they do that the like that weird jump back and forth thing a few times yeah. like in the second half of the movie where it like shows something that's like really interesting and then it yeah. shows it again and then it ends up kind of happening differently yeah they do it quite well a lot of times actually yeah i mean most even like you know kind of you get this you kind of uh can identify when they're doing it even yeah. during the later half so yeah they make it pretty easy to figure out you know, yeah I, then, I mean it's, it's not really a thinking person's movie uh yeah ultimately so yeah, so this is where things got a little like, okay, this is totally going to cult territory. They're because they're trying to, uh, him and the, the museum lady are trying to save this girl, the girl they they kidnapped. Uh, yeah. uh, and they're in cult robes. They're trying to save her until like the main bad guy of the movie comes in. Name is Torch. Uh, and he's trying to do a ritual sacrifice. Uh, he puts like, the coin on her head and he's gonna kill her she's a virgin apparently because he needs to kill yeah. virgin blood he wants to which i guess takes over mate lets him be the main guy there's mish mishtika mishtik mishtikik yeah which he keeps asking uh the main guy are you him because how come you're here and you know all this shit and he's like mm, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no he never says yes or no but like this torch guy is obviously is like the whole thing is he's trying to be head, be the head dude which is his boss right. or whatever mishtik yep uh and he's he, he they're not able to stop the killing of the girl but right. i think the sacrifice was in ruined because they grabbed the the the, the coin and ran and shit um right. um and don't they actually like didn't they accidentally make that or no, they didn't accidentally do it. 
they made the girl who was like in the robe or whatever or who was there like accent like cut the lady's throat or something like i feel like that's something like that happened. she didn't know so like they were the two cultists they were like hiding their heads while he was oh. about about to do it and he yeah. grabbed the the knife by the hand to stop it but that really wouldn't stop it because he just you know pulled it he didn't have to yeah. like you know push down which would have been stopping it but he just pulled it sliced her hand and sliced his hand and her throat anyway so yeah. they just booked it because she was a dead she was dead anyway and yeah yeah okay so at this point it's him and the girl trying to get away he gives her the the coin and just says run get out of here i gotta go save mark um she gets caught eventually she gets caught she drops the key yeah. or the the coin it's like oh i don't have any more and she gets kind of into a fight with torch but unfortunately she gets himself or yeah she gets injured that's it's gonna kill her um, right she is mortally wounded or yes, fatally that's wounded. what i was looking for yes <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and the guy with the eyeballs that got slashed came back because he he kind of kidnapped that the other the other museum dude and the guy he, he comes back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's okay, so there's a fight in the dark that's pretty cool with him and the uh, the main character and the eyeball dude. It's a yeah. pretty nice fight where, I mean, we see what's happening, but it's supposed to be like, it is dark, but it's not the dark, dark. We, yeah. we see clearly what's happening, the dark. but the, uh, the characters don't. So it's a nice fight of just them going missing fight punches and shit. And eventually the main guy like throws some glass around so he can hear where he's stepping and shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. You know? It is kind of cool though how it goes like back and forth between like being a thriller and being a martial arts movie. Yeah. 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 And they get found out too by because there's like this remote. I don't know what the fuck they're like a remote system that his brother has and he has one. So they yeah. use, the bad guys take it from him and use it to locate wherever the hell they were hiding. <laughs> so that's how they found them in that dark room. Um, yeah. that's where Rindy oh, dies the, the main that girl's name was Rindy she dies oh, yeah. um, gives him a nice little kiss before uh, and she tells uh, she tells him that you have to tell your brother what happened so there's something more that we don't know because um when 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 Mark was locked up, he he reveals to the Virgin Lady that uh, it, he thinks it was his fault that his mom died in the fire because he has a fear of because the reason why he locks all the doors behind him is because he's scared of ghosts and he doesn't want he doesn't think ghosts can get through locked doors, so he locks all doors behind him. Yeah. So he he's the reason. So he thinks he's the reason his mom died was because he locked his mom in the burning house. But we okay. learn because eventually he, Kenny gets caught that uh, he was fucking with some propellant, some, I don't know, I forget what he was using. Okay. He, but he basically admits he's the one that actually started the fire. Oh, um, yeah. 
and he tells his brother that it wasn't your fault at all you had nothing to do with it it's all my fault right um, <clears throat> which is in, there's a nice line that he was told is that you know sometimes people don't know what's good for them and that's why they need the help well, so like <laughs> there's a little nice nice line from mark to kenny there yeah i like that yeah i like i like the the whole brother dynamic thing yeah know? i like that yep. they're both kind of like one's taking care of the other and it's like oh it's really cool so yeah i've always loved those sorts of hero type pairs they're like either siblings or like almost like i don't know like partners in crime almost type or like the, the equivalent of siblings, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, the, the, it's not really a pair. It's a mismatched pair because one is the one who's beating everybody up and stuff. Yeah. And the other one is is kind of more the brains behind the operation regarding like the, everything else that's going on in the locks and stuff. Yep. Yeah. He has a, a talent. Yeah. So then, so now the, uh, the, the cult's trying to finish the... Uh, the sacrifice and they but they need a virgin and they realize oh mark is the virgin now so they go ahead and steal mark and i forget exactly how kenny escapes but he does yeah um and then there's that uh there's just a real there's another really cool fight scene where he like comes out of like this just random room and there's just a shit ton of those robed dudes it was a really cool fight scene with like 20 guys versus him. Yeah. And, and eventually they all dogpile on him and shit and just start yeah. beating the shit out of him. And then <laughs> it turn and then it flips around and he's like, he comes out, he's like, not the dude, like the guys get off him and it's one of the, the guys. Yeah. And turns around and he's 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 one of the other ones in the hood again and then just starts yeah. beating again. But apparently that's another another little uh dream sequence yeah in reality he's getting his ass whooped yeah yeah <laughs> and that's one we could tell what's happening probably as well and uh yeah eventually he just makes it out of the dog pile and starts beating the shit out of people and they all just was like okay i don't think we can fight him and they start running off <laughs> yeah pretty much he gets to that point uh yep uh he fights ass face and wins <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> by just like rip, yeah he just like rip, yeah. rips his face off where the hole was <laughs> yeah um yeah that was pretty that was pretty gruesome i was like oh yeah and then this is where we get to the scene basically at the very beginning is where uh we see it's shot yeah it's, yep but before that it's like uh we see Torch ask him, are you Mashiko or Mushakatik? And he asks you, well, and he's like, he tries to one-up him saying, if I was, you can't kill me without doing the sacrifice. And he has a gun to him and he just starts walking up to him, walking up to him. And then they get in a pretty cool fight at, after that. Yeah. Pretty long, long, detailed fight and shit. And I was like, oh, this is sweet. Oh, 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 shit. But yeah. then it is another dream sequence. Which is yeah. this one I appreciated because I didn't see this one. Like I could tell right. you can, and it's kind of obvious the other ones, but this one was actually kind of surprising. It surprised me that it was a dream one. I was like, oh shit, this is yeah. actually a good switcheroo. Because he, because yeah. he kind of does it. He doesn't say that, but he just starts walking towards him and then just gets shot. 
right? Which was Which like, was nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't expect that either. E- even though you see what happened at the beginning of the movie, it's weird that like that the one that you would be able to predict for some reason you don't. Because yeah, the same thing happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what happens basically in the end, he has a knife from the fight with the asshole face. He, he got, cause it, he had two knives. He just took one from him after he killed him. Or, yeah. And uh, we see throughout the fight of uh, the dream sequence fight basically is that uh, Mark was locked in a cupboard with, mm. with, with his, his weakness rope. Yeah. So basically Mark take, or Kenny takes the knife, chucks it, frees Mark. And as soon and is about and uh, just about as Kenny's about to die, Mark kills the dude, stabs yeah. the bad guy, and they get out. All happy, door, happy go lucky. Good, yeah. good ending right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They walk into the sunset, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the end of Death Grip. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say what what were your overall thoughts on it? Oh, oh, in the last line too, Mark says like, "Oh, leave my brother alone." (laughs) (laughs) Really nice one. Uh, And then like you know, it's ending. Mark gives the coin to the museum dude that was kidnapped, who's like stuck in the car, you know, chained up, and Mark fixes his tie again. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Yeah, and it's a cute little end credits too of them playing baseball. Yeah. Which is really all they wanted to do at the end of the day was just mm-hmm. play baseball. So Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was surprised yeah. by a Tubi film being that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Tubi they're not all good. Yeah. Because I mean this one was well shot the action was good i thought the plot was pretty interesting you know yeah. with the brother dynamic the it being you know martial arts right. uh and then also heist and then also cult i was like okay well it makes and it made you know beside movie it made movie sense you know this probably would be right. some stupid shit in real life but <laughs> <laughs> pretty straightforward not too many like plot holes and stupid shit Right. You know, acting could be des- something desired, but considering it was, you know, a stuntman made movie, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll forgive the acting for all this, this cool yeah. fighting and shit like that. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit for, yeah, for a Tubi movie. Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. See, I'll, I'll give it hmm, debate. I don't know if I want to give it a whole four. I think I'd give it a whole four stars. Oh wow! Okay. Just because I love the action, the fight scenes are really cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought that was cool, and I like the brother that was just able to unlock shit, and that was that was funny shit. It's interesting to have that kind of character in a movie like this. You know, I always appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. All right. What about you, Zach? I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I did think the acting took a lot more than I wanted it to away. Yeah. And the low budget too. But right. fight scenes were low budget. Yeah, fight scenes were great. Yeah, cool, cool. I, know, I thought the plot had a little too much going on, but it was still, still good. But yeah, uh, I think I'd give it a two, two and a half. All right, nice. 
I'm, I think I wasn't in the right mood either. <laughs> yeah. But I'd watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of somewhere in between because I I enjoyed it a lot too. I love I liked the my the fight scenes and stuff. I wasn't crazy about the um like the the look of the like I mean I didn't mind the look of the film. It wasn't it wasn't the look the light the look or the lighting. It was more like the the type of camera it was like it was like one of those cheap digital cameras that like they they pretty much did the most they, that they could with it, but they were there were times where it was like distractingly cheap looking um which i you know i know that's kind of you know to a certain degree that's out of everybody that's out of everybody's control but i i think during those moments like maybe if they could have like done something about the exposure or something they wouldn't have been too bad um they didn't distract me that that much but they it happened sometimes like sometimes in the action sequences and it was always kind of like ugh you know um and yeah like like you say the acting isn't the greatest but i actually really did enjoy pretty much everything else about this and again it's another movie that moved really fast and i liked it kind of in a corbin nash type of way you know it was like you you just it was it kind of felt like it was getting made up as it goes along but at the same time it's like you just kind of go with it because it's still fun regardless like you still like what's happening even though it's kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah I'd, I'd give it like a three i think overall i uh i i quite i quite enjoyed it you know i liked all three of these movies i i give all three of these movies a three. Oh, look at you yeah, this, <laughs> to me this was a this was a uh this was a lot this was a to be lottery win so to be slashed. Nice. What was that? I just said nice, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think I I like what what we got what we got with these. So. Definitely an interesting lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Very unique or diverse, I mean, yeah, diverse. Yes, most definitely. <sighs> I think we should do this again sometime, you know. Yeah. Yeah. make it a regular thing i think yeah. but not not for the next episode you know because yeah. we have to uh we're, we're gonna go with a different theme this time so because now that we've concluded this this latest uh episode of to be roulette we now uh next are gonna talk about films the films of the recently departed ray leona r.i.p so, yeah so would you guys like to uh pick like choose your picks now or yeah so i'm gonna go with no escape okay hopefully it stays on youtube (laughs) yeah but yeah that one looks pretty interesting yeah cool cool all right you want me to go next or do you want to go next uh you can go next okay okay by the way, sorry if this was unexpected. <laughs> um, no, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with uh, which one did I say I was gonna go? Oh, I uh, yes, I'm gonna go with Turbulence. So that's one I have known about for a long time. I've seen the cover of it. I've seen the third one, which is pretty awful. Oh really? There's a, wow. There's a third one. There's yeah. A one? <laughs> there's a yeah. second one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, 
I'm going to go with Cardillo's. So the reason why I had you guys go first is I didn't know. I have two that I want to do, but Ooh, okay. just one has a more interesting like plot summary, but one has a little bit, one has William Defoe in it. So I go, oh, uh, do I want that one or do I want the other more kind of interesting sounding one? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. But which, which one uh, do you want to, do you want to like uh, flip a coin? No, I think I'm just going to go with my gut. Okay. And it's going to be the one that does not have William Defoe in it. Okay. It is, uh, actually, I'll just go with, have you guys, I'm going to say Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Yeah, I haven't I seen think, it. You haven't, no. neither of you seen it? I've never seen it. Okay. And that, that's the one I'll choose. Yes. All right. Cool. So you got Turbulence, you got No Escape, and you got un- Unforgettable. Right. <laughs> unforgettable turbulence there's no escaping the unforgettable turbulence there we go yeah. there's the title there's the title <laughs> <laughs> all right excellent well until next time have a good night everybody yeah. have a good one see ya